two, three. Yeah, there we go. Okay. All right, that's a good sync. Okay. Uh. All right, let me just stop recording. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on, man. Fuck. Uh, it was a good video. We got at least thirty seconds of content in. Uh, come on. I gotta have my water. I'm fucking dying here. I don't know why I'm so thirsty. Hey guys, welcome back to the Imperfection Podcast. <coughs> Fuck. <coughs> I, uh, sorry about that sound, everyone. Uh, today, actually, before I start, I want to say thank you for the last three episodes of support. It's been very epic. Uh, the Poop Fart episode's doing pretty well, despite its Chromebook issues. But yeah, today I would like to welcome on a, a, an Instagram boy, influencer, <laughs> and <laughs> is that, I, I'm a little curious about uh, your Instagram shit, because that's, that's what I know you more for these days. Are you, are you talking about like my Instagram photo shoots? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I, yeah, what's, what about it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, because that's most of the content I see from you nowadays. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I need to, I need to, I keep forgetting to introduce people. It's getting bad. Oh. <laughs> uh, for those of you who forgot who the fuck I am, it's been four episodes. Get it right? Uh, my name is TM47. I make music and the sewers. And, uh, this is my good friend, uh, Hayden. How's it What's going? What's up, man? guys? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> but yeah, I know you most nowadays for like your photo shoots because you do like mm-hmm. a lot of collabs and stuff. And I was just wondering if that was like your main like stream of content these days, or are you still doing stuff with the YouTube channel? Um, I mean, I kind of just started doing the the photo shoots on Instagram because I. You know, before when I was doing YouTube, I had to stop, you know, because it wasn't really doing as well as I would hope it would. Plus, you know, when you're doing YouTube, you don't really have, like, a stable basis for the future, and you don't really have the materials for it. You can't really keep doing it, uh, let alone the adpocalypse. So mm-hmm. when I started doing the photo shoots... It was kind of just something where I was like, okay, I mean, I like taking photos. Why not get other people on this? Get other people on this. So uh, that's why I started doing it. Plus, I like to show out my cool f- shoes and stuff. The fits. <laughs> the fits, bruh. The fits. Such as a certain Such brand as... of soda out there on the market. Uh, <laughs> yes. Not Pepsi. What is it? I think, I think it's... Uh, I think it goes by a Coca-Cola. <laughs> Coca-Cola? Yes. <laughs> yes, that that photo was something that my family did not like, apparently. Uh, I thought it was cool, but my family yeah, did I, not like I, it. I thought it was cool, too. That's why I wanted to put it as a thumbnail at first, but any text me like, no, please. In For- case you guys don't know, I'm the whitest white guy you'll ever meet, right? And this <laughs> photo makes me look like, like a hard like a hard asshole which i'm not (laughs) so 
I just look like a total thug in the photo. So mobbing, menace yes. to society, rolling with a coke shirt, <laughs> spaghetti on the shirt, <laughs> mom spaghetti, mom spaghetti. <laughs> For a while, during uh, at least I know during high school, I'm not sure around when you stopped uploading but you had a channel for a while called hay is for horses where you kind of you uploaded like kind of like the best way i can describe them is concept kind of videos or like just with a theme and story and all that stuff i enjoyed it but uh you want to talk a little bit about that um so i mean yeah like Ever since, oh gosh, probably when I was right at the tail end of middle school, um, I kind of, I went into high school with this sense of, I want to tell stories. Um, But at the time in high school, like at the beginning, I didn't really have the full grasp of it. Like I was just starting to think of like, stories are cool to tell. Like I have a story to tell. Everyone has a story to tell. Just like you do with your music. Everyone does with their music. They do still tell their stories within music. So, I guess when I got into high school, I did computer graphic art, you know, and they had that class where you could tell a story on a page or in a canvas or whatever you want to call it on the computer because I couldn't do it on the canvas on real life because I suck at drawing. But, uh, yeah, like, I guess once I got out of high school, I really started to appreciate it, and then I took screenwriting in college. So now I'm in screenwriting where I get to write stories all the time. and. Nice. uh Mm-hmm. I didn't know that's so, what you were doing. Yes, yes. Um, so, I kind of, that's, that's where the whole YouTube thing came from, or like where that came from, from YouTube, because I really like telling stories, you know, and some people might understand it, you know, it's, trust me, I look back on that, those YouTube videos, and I'm like, holy shit, this is complex, who the fuck is going to pay attention to that, <laughs> right? <laughs> There were so many like small clues inside of the stories on the on the YouTube videos, but like I just I remember watching those videos when I was in high school, and mm-hmm. like I could I could just tell by like how it was structured that it was like a complex story going on, and I just the video went in. I'm like, what? <laughs> and trust uh, me that's not that's not easy when you have a group of friends at the time that will just ram you into the ground with what the hell are you doing are you okay man so uh i yeah. i thoroughly enjoyed it for the time being but uh i had to step away you know yeah mhm so uh your degree or what you're uh focusing on screenwriting um, that love of uh, just telling stories came mostly from YouTube. Yeah, some like say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word. Because I couldn't do it on YouTube anymore. It just I didn't have the I guess you could say resources. Because um, if you could tell, like all those people that were in my videos were just my family, right? Yeah. I'm not paying them any money. Like I've offered my brother like a cheeseburger and fries for like recording a video one time that's a true story because he was like i don't want to record this and i was like bro i'll get you some mcdonald's and he's like okay so he did it for mcdonald's <laughs> did you get him a big uh, mac uh i don't know he probably got like a some little he, bro he's weird when it comes to his sandwiches 
even when it comes to other places um he uh <laughs> also... he he would uh i remember every single time we would go to subway he would go to subway and he would just get a ham sandwich that's it like he would just order a foot-long ham sandwich <laughs> and uh every single time he would say that to the person behind the counter they would go is that it like every single time i swear there was no every single time the person behind that counter goes is that everything are you sure do you want anything else like cheese so uh, i mean he's yeah. a i love my brother to death but but yeah like he he he's been awesome with the videos he supported it until to the very end so yeah uh what are your goals for uh you know when you get when you're finished with college and got your uh degree and stuff um Um, what kind of career are you uh, looking into i'm looking to get into the film to film industry man yeah um i would i would love to get involved behind the scenes with film i just think it's a it's a really really good place to have like a passion for that kind of art you know um yeah i'm i and i think it all comes back to um, high school when I was in computer graphic art because that computer graphic arts class I had for four years and it had that that sense of comfort comfortability where like I could just express myself and no one would judge me right so I'm still looking for that and I'm hoping that's what the film industry will be like behind the scenes you know yeah mm-hmm. uh, I I just had like a weird little flashback at that, that graphics that graphic arts class did it have a bunch mm-hmm. of Mac computers in it? <laughs> uh, yes, it yes it did. I I took that class for um, a semester. And, really? Uh, yeah. Fun fact about that class: uh, <laughs> I wanted to go to EBIT uh, that mm. next year, but. Uh, they have a thing about like attendance like if you have this many like un what is it like like if you if you're like absent but you don't like let anyone know if you have too many of those you you can't go yeah my teacher accidentally uh made it so that i was absent for a week even though i showed up every day just oh, seven great. days of unexcused absences, and they they said I couldn't go because of those. I tried to talk it out with them, but my that that teacher wouldn't budge. And yeah, I got fucked out of going to EVIT for uh, radio class, or whatever that, that was. Oh, <laughs> I swear, I was, like I, I was really pissed off uh, about that too. I swear, all the teachers from high school would tell us, like, college is going to be so much harder, right? And, you know, the, the college now is, like, so easy. Like, <laughs> well, when it comes to the teachers, right? Like, you could... I remember back in... No! Oh, shit, should I say... No! I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put, like... Fuck it. It's a theme on the channel at this point. Among Us event sound uh, right here. No! Okay. Well, when we went to college, the college that I go to, um, there would be times where, like, I would be in computer graphic arts class there. Like, it was, and I remember this distinctly, is, like, it was such a beginner-level class, because I've gone all the way to honors in high school. 
that they put me back into like an entry level class right so okay. like i'm in there with people that don't even know how to turn on the damn computer what? <laughs> right what the fuck so i would be totally ahead of the curve and he was like if you guys have finished this like you don't have to come to school or come to class for like two weeks and i was like shit all right so there'd be times where i just not go to that class and just head home yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. so you've always been uh through college because i know i've switched my degree a couple times you've always been on that path of uh just wanting to be a screenwriter and behind uh, the camera and stuff I wouldn't say I was always or like on at that least path. in college at least in like. co- in college yes you could say that once it started nice. to get serious you know once my guidance counselor was like hey you got to make a decision here bucko you know man I never I never got that talk <laughs> really damn yeah but I was really scared in high school for college because uh, at the time in senior year at least my grades were slipping a lot and uh like at the tail end of like in the third what no not third semester uh second semester of senior year i uh i turned my shit around i got all a's and b's and shit hey and uh campus saw that uh i won't say the name uh if mm-hmm. you remember in the second episode, that's that's why the Among Us event sound is there. Um, yes. But it was a gaming college, and they saw like mm. how fast I s- turned around my grade, and they wanted that kind of like dedication, I guess. And they gave yes. me a ten thousand dollar grant. No uh, shit. And uh, damn. <laughs> so I, I I took that, and I was really happy about it. But the college was very expensive, but, you know, it was a chance I had to take. And it was uh, if I had gone through with the whole thing, I would have only been there for, like, three years. And then to graduate, you need an internship thing. And I had mm-hmm. a contact with uh, the people who made uh, the fucking remakes to Crash Bandicoot. Oh, okay. Uh, I think they're called Vicarious Visions. I had a connection with the... Uh, I don't know if it's a CFO or like he's pretty up there. Okay. And, uh, my my grandparents know him. Apparently. ATM four seven knows some higher ups, guys. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, his name is also Devin, apparently. So that was a weird coincidence. Uh, but the internship was in New York, so it'd be a very, uh, it'd be an interesting commitment. So oh. I took the game design degree not knowing how hard game design really is uh <laughs> yeah i never like uh... i never really went in depth on the co- podcast before about my experience at that college uh I, I won't go too long here for the sake of time but basically i knew from the get-go that like i had no idea what i was doing because like on orientation, we were asked asked to make a game, and none of us knew how to make a game. So there's a bit of uh, <laughs> problems there. Uh, we had one guy who knew how to run the Unreal Engine, and uh, me, my role, I only knew how to do one thing, and that's sound engineering. And uh, I was a voice actor <laughs> on this this oh. game. 
and I had three themes. And you could tell when I went to college here just by these three themes, and they were all meme-based. Area 51, uh, ramen noodles, and uh, Call of Duty. Okay. So we made uh, Call of Badger Ramen Warfare. (laughs) Oh, my God. And my role was to voice all the aliens in that in that game. And down the line, I, I got really bored. Uh, so I kind of just did Yoda impressions over the aliens. Uh, such as, hmm, commit war crimes, I shall. And oh things such as that. Uh, so when we presented this game, it was dog shit. Because uh, our guy who had been on Unreal Engine... He had been awake for, like, two days, just sitting in this one spot, making this game. And we're just like, are you okay, man? He's like, no, I need it's to like finish this, though. like that person that does the project. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you, d- you don't have to suffer through this. This is orientation. There's not a grade. Yep. And the only... The, the dean of the school was sitting and judging the games. The only thing that the dean of the school... Had had to say had to ask about our game, is who did the voice of the aliens, <laughs> and I and I said, uh, I did, and he asked me to do uh, a performance of one of the lines, and that was the, commit war crimes I shall, and oh my gosh, <laughs> I had never been more embarrassed in my life, just <laughs> saying. Hmm, commit war crimes I shall, burn down the establishment I will, in front of, like, a hundred people. <laughs> Needless to say, we did not win the competition. <laughs> but I made the Dean laugh, so I got well, some points there. I mean, that's got to count for something, right? You want to know the people who won? They didn't Ooh. even go with the themes. They just made a controller for, like, a... Uh, disabled people like if you if you're like one one-handed or whatever they made a controller oh. for that but they didn't make a game with it but they kind of just won anyway so you know school yeah. be like and then i left because i wasn't really good at video games or video game making but i did get really good at uh sound engineering and audacity so yeah Is i guess that something a... came out of it is that when you met the dean for the first met, time? Yeah, I met the dean for the first time at that uh, orientation thing. Mm, let's talk about me meeting you and you meeting me. Right? Was that, sir? Sorry, you cut out. Um, let's talk about me meeting you and you meeting me. How about that segue, huh? <laughs> it keeps cutting out it. You meeting. I'll, I'll put it in post. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get closer. Okay. 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 <laughs> let's. Let's try this for the third time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about me meeting you. Anyways. uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, man, out of, I just want to say that uh, out of everyone, literally fucking every friend I know, I've known you the longest. Yes. Out of fucking everyone. Because, uh. I've known you since sixth grade, man. Yeah, Fuck. that was a, that was a, that was a time. <laughs> um, For, it was oh gosh, I don't, 
I don't remember what class we met in, though. I don't remember either, but I distinctly remember... Uh, Jonathan, if you're out there, um, me, you, and Jonathan, right? Yeah. We would hang out all the time by this one trash can in the middle of the courtyard by a tree, right? Oh, yeah. I remember that and, shit. Uh, and, I mean, if you... That's where I met, like, a bunch of my other friends in seventh grade and eighth grade and stuff. But, like, I always was friends with Devin, like, throughout middle school and into high school. Like, we were never, like, like some friends just come and go and, like, you build, like, I wouldn't say, like, rivalries or anything. But, like, you kind of, like, someone rubs someone the wrong way and you kind of just avoid them and stuff. But, like, me and Devin, like, it never happened to us where we were like always friends like we could come up to each other whenever in that whole time throughout high school and middle school and be like totally like fine with each other and talk and laugh yeah i'd always uh, i always love that uh i remember a couple times throughout uh when i went to my other high school uh i switched in the middle of uh like after sophomore year mm -hmm. so i saw you every once in a while but uh i remember one distinct experience (laughs) That was, uh, I don't know if it was before or after prom, because I was getting my suit for, uh, the Desert Vista, and, uh, sorry, water time, uh, and, Say hi yeah, to I, was getting, I, was, I was getting fitted, Yes. and I saw you pop out of the fucking mm. room, and I'm like, <laughs> there's no fucking way that's, that's Hayden, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, that's Hayden, <laughs> Yeah, that was the first time we saw each other since you left, right? No, it's the second time. I saw you oh. uh, going to Party City. One yes, time. I think I remember that. Just yeah, a little bit. I remember it a little bit. Because I, I was, I was with a couple uh, girls. Uh, one of them would be my girlfriend later on, but uh, yeah, we would. Uh, I was. We were coming back from Party City. I think it was because it was before Halloween, and I and I saw you. We, I had just left, and you were just walking in. I'm like, holy shit, what's up? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But after that, yeah, prom was the only other time, I think, when we ran into each other. You know, honestly, the reason I was probably going to Party City was probably to get props for a YouTube video at the time. Fuck. If I did think man. about it, yeah. Cause, uh, but anyways, yes, that was we saw each other at uh, there's multiple around the United States of America. Or where we live, um, men's <laughs> warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the only places I say, like in relation to like where we live, are like chains that are around America. Mm-hmm. So it does they can't pin me down. Hey guys, we live by McDonald's. <laughs> I I don't even live next to McDonald's. It's a sad life. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we went to men, men's warehouse, getting fitted. Mm-hmm. Saw Hayden getting fitted. He was like, yes. "What's up?" Uh, peep the fit, and yes. yeah, I kind of, I kind of dipped, and then, uh, and then, uh, were you get just like, how was your school's prom? Um, I mean, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. You know, it was fun. You know, I was there with all my high school friends and, um. This is some some tea here. I don't know if she'll listen to this, but my ex, um, 
she and I were dating throughout high, off and on throughout high school, and uh, she and me and her would always talk about, oh, let's go to prom together and yada 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 while we were dating and stuff. And uh, she was like, hey, I'm um, flying down to where your prom is uh, f- to hang out with your friends, and I was like, that's cool. So I was like, all right, she's telling me that that's cool. Hey guys. Uh, little technical difficulties happened. Uh, let's just get back to where we left off. Sorry about that. So you were saying about, uh, you were placing a bet, or your or your co-workers were, uh, betting on, uh, something. Yes. Uh, by the way, guys, it was my audio issues, not Devin's. Oh, shit. Uh, TM47's. <laughs> I, I've, said um, my, I've said my name before. Okay. Uh, it's kind of, it's, um, it's the curse I have as a musician and public figure my full name is going to be out there at some point i kind of just have to accept that fact so yeah um remember me um anyways <laughs> um so yeah like so my co-workers and i were they made a bet with me my uh my cooks and stuff they were like hey um if you don't get a date then we're gonna get you like a like a whore and she's gonna like you know do her stuff with you right so <laughs> voice crack um that's when i reached out to my ex because she was coming in from where she was to have a prom with all of us friends and uh we went to prom together as friends and it was really fun um all my friends were there we all had fun and took a picture at the end and it was one of those things that really came full circle because you know all of us have all been friends for a really long time and all of our dates were there and we're all friendly with each other and you know it's just you look back on those moments and you're like man high school was actually like kind of fun and you know there were some shit times in high school but you you know you appreciate the friends that you had yeah in high school and stuff like that yeah i feel that Mm -hmm. uh most of my friends through Mount oh, fuck, was that it? <laughs> uh, do I Mountain have... Ridge? Do... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just dogs a different school. Uh, yeah, that place. Most I most of my uh, fuck water time. Uh, I can't talk. I'm not cutting out the water. That stays in. You don't cut that out, man. That's important. They gotta know when I sip. You gotta teach these kids to drink water. Drink water, kids. My cup is actually mm-hmm. empty. I've been lying. <laughs> oh my god! I drink my water like before I start recording. I I'm scared to get another cup now. <laughs> Devin's a beast when it comes to water, guys. I don't know if you understand this. I actually am. Uh, at restaurants, I'm that guy that'll just drink the entire cup of water before the server comes up. Yes, <laughs> I've turned into that person myself, dude. It's I don't know, uh, being being someone with autism, autism especially, uh, I have uh, certain things like stimming or whatever, and one of my stimming things is like dr- drinking shit, and mm. yeah, that, <laughs> and it's also just a combination of just I'm just one thirsty motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, okay. <laughs> not, not to get too derailed from what we were talking about. Um, yes. 
most of my friends I had from the first high school I went to before I moved, uh, I didn't really stay in touch with a lot of them besides um, Justin, Prophet, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. You and I don't know who else from there. Probably, probably one other guy. But other than that, like most of those friends I had, uh, I kind of just dipped. But uh, I'm uh, fortunately my my other friends uh, from my other school. Uh, we we all stay in the same state, so we didn't have that issue of like uh, you know separating after high school, going to different places and also uh but mm-hmm. i understand the feeling of like especially that last day in my first school yeah. of like dude i'm not gonna see most of you again and it, that was tough because uh yeah there's like you kind of you kind of think like i mean i'm i hope that everyone's okay after like i leave but i want to see them again like you feel like you're betraying them by leaving yeah. or something like that there is one other time where i saw some people from that school and uh <laughs> are you talking about what i think you're gonna talk about insert town here bowl yes um okay. the generic town bowl was yeah, very ge- fun generic town bowl so funny enough the first school I went to and the second school I went to are rivals. And yes. they have this football game every year. And uh, this year, or, the, or that uh, that last year, I decided to go to my first school side. Because I didn't, wasn't... None of my uh, second school... It's hard saying second, second and first school. I, I'm trying really hard not to dox myself here. Uh, my second school friends weren't really interested in football. And, like, the only one who was was fucking playing that game. And, uh, so I went to, uh, the first schools. I went with, uh, Miles. You remember Miles? Miles. Oh, Miles. Long, long hair <laughs> fella? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I went, went with, uh, fuck, one other person. I don't, I can't remember, though. I just know it was a girl who, uh, fuck, that I was friends with. Oh wait, I went with uh with Ty. I won't say the full name, but you remember her? Yes, I do remember her. Yeah, and uh, so he we went, and I saw some of my my buddies in the first row, and mm. uh, that was really that was really special. I didn't really show yeah. it inside, but I haven't seen any of them since that last day. And I was really psyched out and shit. And I was almost just, like, in awe about that. Almost. Because <laughs> I, I did not notice, but sitting behind me was uh, the first girl I ever dated. <laughs> oh, I think I know who my, you're talking about. Ex. And <laughs> let's just say we weren't really on the best of terms. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as I noticed, I'm like, oh, fuck. And so I went up to the near the top of the bleachers, and I was sitting with Miles and Ty. And Miles went 
to go get uh, a fucking snow cone or something with Ty. And that's when you walked up, like, kind of above me, and you recognized me. And we uh, we sat down and talked for a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Uh, it was it was one of those moments within all that chaos where we, where we kind of just found that peace talking to each other again. You know, laughing and having a good time. Yeah. Uh, was uh, that a was that senior year? Yeah. Oh, that was senior year. Is that the is that the generic town bowl where um, at the end like people were running out of the out of the stadium and stuff like that? I think that was a uh, generic bowl junior year because I was with uh, okay. Actually, that might have been sophomore year, because I was with Justin for that one. That was a... Oh, my gosh. That was scary. You know what? Were you there? Him, you know what me and him thought at that point? Mm-hmm. Because we had just... Uh, we were sitting there. We thought that uh, Generic School 1 and Generic School 2 were about to get into a fight. And I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm fucking down. And Justin was like, <laughs> I am down, too. And then someone was like, someone has a gun. I'm like, what? (laughs) It's like, good thing I didn't run in. I was about to say, yeah, so tell your, do you remember exactly what you were doing when that happened? I was sitting down with uh, me, Justin, uh, Logan was behind me, and fucking, let's see, someone else was in front of me. And we were just watching the game. We saw, like, the crowd, like, from the bottom kind of disperse. And I thought the two uh, schools were running at each other. And I'm like, is this is this it? Is this when we clash the final battle? <laughs> is this end game? <laughs> man, that wasn't even a thing back then. Yeah. <laughs> this is end game, man. We gotta, we gotta go all out. This is it, man. And then we heard more. We're just like... Uh, yeah, we're staying here. Mm-hmm. Uh. That was... Oh, man. We had so, an interesting school, man. Yeah, I just... From at that moment when... Because I wasn't even on the bleachers when it was going on. I was actually, like, down in the area where it was happening. Really? I was, yeah. Um, Wasn't this actual story just like some guy was chasing like some people around with like a gun or whatever? I don't, I didn't remember the exact story, but like I remember it was um, me, my other friend, and then a friend that I'm not really friends with anymore. We decided to leave early because we were like, we're going to win this or, you know, or we were losing. I'm not sure. I don't really pay attention to that. But um, we were like, we're just going to go. And we were, um, I had a, I distinctly remember I had a Batman cape, right? Because it was like a black and yellow night or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I distinctly remember we were just about to get out of the gate, like to leave. And I remember turning around and like seeing all those people like screaming and running towards me. Like Shit. I vivid, like it's etched in my mind. That's like gotta be scene- scary as shit. Yes. So we we hear like I think we heard like a pop pop or something. We heard like some kind of pop. And we Wait, were like shot. we both 
it sounded like someone shot or something or we Holy instantly shit. like and uh we we all we all three looked at each other and was like we gotta go now so even before i turned back around there's people already behind me like pushing me like like they're trying to like force their way out like on me like trying to get out you know mm-hmm. and uh i lost my batman cape <laughs> he got torn off and bro just think at the time i was i was a lot bigger and a lot more pudgier and a lot less in shape and my gosh your boy was running <laughs> i was running and uh i wish i could say i was more pudgier in shape back then but the truth is that that's more me now oh yeah I, I fuck. I been meaning to go to a gym, but uh, I got I gotta pay bills and stuff. Yeah, and that's tough. But uh, yeah, dude, fucking everyone was just running at each other. I honestly thought there was gonna be a fight going down. And I heard about the gun shit, and then after that, uh, things kind of just went back to normal. Because mm-hmm. I think it was, like, figured out. And it was really weird the, after that. <laughs> Just the like, schools how do we go did not from... address it. Yeah. Like, they did not address it at all. Yeah, it was weird. Um, What's really funny about generic school number one is, uh, mm-hmm. like, both freshman and sophomore year, last day of school, I honestly thought, like, this is the day. Someone's going to do it. You know, you really like you. I honestly thought that about it too. I was like, someone is gonna, someone is gonna try something, and it's not gonna yeah. be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdly enough, like in generic school too, I didn't really feel that, just because more of the area was in. But mm. those attempts happened more at that school than the first one. I mean, there was there was some serious threats made towards the end of like senior year and stuff like that. Like yeah, but like there was some threats. It's weird because in those schools, no one obviously none of them are really ever successful. They're kind of stopped before they hit the door. Mm-hmm. But in generic school too, we had someone post a gun on Instagram, and uh, half the school didn't come, but I but I went anyway, cause like. I think my parents made me because, you know, it's like they didn't believe the threat. I'm, and my girlfriend's just worried a shit about me. I'm just like, dude, there's no one fucking here. Uh, mm-hmm. That kid's probably arrested by now, which he yeah. was. It's just freaky, man. And then, uh, yeah, just like back to like the senior uh, generic bowl. That was the last time, or like the last time I saw most of my uh, generic school one friends, and like I didn't really think of that back then, but now I do. It's kind of the hard thing about ending high school and just going on to college is you don't know your last or like your memorable moments until you're already gone from there. Like you don't really understand during the moment, at least in most cases, that you're going to reflect back on this and just miss it, you know? Mm-hmm. I was, uh, you kind of, t- you talked about that with a uh, poof fart in last episode, right? 
Oh yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I talked to him about that because he's still like he's a uh, I don't know if he's a junior or senior, and uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that he has some at least has some good experiences while he can. Yeah, it's just once you get into college, you look back on high school and you're like, damn, I miss that place. <laughs> yeah. So, man, um, I. S- Fucking, I want to talk about, like, because with, with, with Luggy's episode, I mentioned that he was there during my, like, later SoundCloud days. But well, holy yeah. shit, man. With you knowing me from the start, like, sixth grade, you literally know every bit of my SoundCloud days. And quite honestly, mm-hmm. that scares me. <laughs> Yes, I remember distinctly when I think you might have told me or you announced it somewhere where you're like, hey, I made a SoundCloud and I'm putting out some stuff. Um, And I was like, oh, okay, let's see what this guy can do. Um, Still to this day, I think my favorite songs from you are probably, I think it's it's called Anxiety or something or whatever. That's probably like... Yeah, the anxiety track from uh, Dystopia. Yes, and then uh, Lost in Venice. Yeah, I, I, oh my gosh, <sighs> those, especially Lost in Venice. You know, like I could listen to that, like, just on hours on repeat. Yeah. Uh, w- well, like, when I uh during the process of just you know doing music for a long time like in the beginning i i hated my voice but i had to learn to like get used to it and now, now i can pretty much listen to my voice and be okay and normal with it and be kind of hyped i turn into a narcissistic bastard it's basically what i'm saying and uh, i listen mm. to lost oasis and or not fuck that's my label <laughs> uh lost in venice and uh, that's one of my favorite tracks too. You've been there for a lot of my name changes too. Yes, I have. There's been a I've, I every time that you changed your name, it would come up in my suggested on Instagram. Yeah, because uh, starting out, I had no fucking idea what I want to go with. Uh, at first, I wanted to be cool and go with the uh, childish Gambino, Wu Tang name generator. I tried my mm-hmm. name. That one sucked. So I went with my dad's name. And that came up with Insane Destroyer. I'm like, oh, maybe that Insane. sounds cool. <laughs> and it, it wasn't. Um, like, like a couple months after I picked that name, I said it out loud to myself. And I'm like, this is terrible. So I went with Insane. And then... Uh, and then I, then a couple months after, actually I had that name for like a while. I realized that name was like, I sound like I'm an insane clown posse, and I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't know. That just wasn't the music I was making. So I thought about it for a while, and I settled on just Devin J, and uh, that was that. I that was my name for the longest time. I've had that. Uh, from, I think, sophomore year to about 2020. 
around mm. the beginning of there. Oh, just so you guys know, real quick, Devin did not want me to call him Devin J at all during this whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of... I don't know, man, because the story of that name, uh, the one I thought about the longest, is I wasn't really on, like, I didn't, with me and my family, it's a weird relationship, at least with uh, some of the other halves of that family, and I Mm -hmm. just didn't really agree with the values that they had, so I didn't want my last name involved with uh, my music, so... I went from I went with my middle name, so I'll I would stand out in my family, like Devin J, you know. So, uh, I, and then around the end of that name usage, I made that name in that moniker, and for like so insane stuff. That's why I released that tape under. Uh, fun fun fact: I started that tape when my name was still insane, so insane, so insane. It would have been a uh, like a title album, but yes. but then I I went with Devin J. You know, it was too late to change the mixtape name, so you know, I just went with that. <laughs> um, by the time I had finished that mixtape in Dystopia, I started music because it was a form of therapy for me, and uh, it is no longer a form of therapy for me because I I, I make it just simply because I love music now. Uh, I I was done with that era of helping myself get through parts of my life that I didn't really want to come to terms with at that point. And uh, I was thinking of a new rap name, but I had, I had my producer name of uh, TM47. So I decided to go with that because that already had a lot of meaning and I didn't want to go with you know something else off the whim. Uh, at this point, TM47 is just, you know, it's it's my brand. It's what I go with. It's, I don't know. It just fits for uh, me, I think. I like TM47 a lot more. It's a bit more to the point, you yeah. know? And it, it's got a lot of meanings and a lot of things you can mm-hmm. take from it. And that's what I like most about the name. Uh do, do you another even, do you know what uh what do you think the name means because i haven't explained it before um oh gosh honestly i thought it had something to so when i saw tm47 for the first time i thought it had something to do with like mp3 um gosh trademark something <laughs> like like that was kind of my process at the beginning you know yeah. But what is it? So, there's a couple meanings to it. The TM-47 is an item in Pokemon. Uh, more specifically, the first one, uh, red. TM-47 means explosion. It's the most powerful move in the game. And I took explosion as a prediction for my uh, career. So that's why I went with TM-47 for that. The other meanings are 47. Uh, if you, if any listeners are familiar with uh, the pro-era movement, uh, Capital Steez and all that, Capital Steez is one of my favorite rappers, and he unfortunately passed away in 2012 from suicide. And I, uh, I loved his art, and I got a lot of my inspiration, my lyricism from that man. 
and I will uh, I always thank him in my music for that. There's one more meaning, uh, but I, for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. Uh, I guess overall, it's just yeah, TM47. It's kind of like back to the Pokemon thing. I'm just that's who I. I'm just a gamer, man. I'm a gamer. Um, shall we go into another topic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no, my phone locked. I don't have my segues. Uh, fuck. Uh, God. Gotta find Let's go into ways. Mondo Music Group. We, no, 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 no. We're going to save that for the end. Uh, we'll, so, uh, a lo- uh, fuck, uh, Lost in Venice, 2019. Funny year, right? Uh, after that, 2020 happened, uh, which mm. is uh, then March happened. Uh, COVID, uh, f- you you had COVID. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I did. Um, I never really went out public with publicly with this. Um, I had no idea. You know, and uh, until I saw that. it was. Um, I didn't have COVID at the beginning of when it started. I had COVID at the beginning of, gosh, 2021 in January, actually. So really? I just, yeah, it was, um, I distinctly remember because I, when I was at the gym, I, uh, I was at the gym and I was, it was early in the morning and I was like, because the days before I wasn't really feeling too good. I had a bit of like a, a runny nose. My throat was a bit, you know, acting up. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just like one of those colds, right? Mm-hmm. So I headed to the gym next day and I was like, I woke up and I felt like shit. But at the time I was like, you know, I still am really committed to the gym and stuff. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm still going to get up and I'm going to go, right? Yeah. So I went and I got on the treadmill for five minutes and – like I usually would do like 45 minutes. I'm not doing 45 minutes anymore because I'm gaining weight again. But uh, I would uh, I would usually do 45 minutes and like in with 45 minutes I could break a sweat and be okay. But like within five minutes I was like I had to take a break and I was like what the hell is going on? So I uh, I contacted my mom and I was like hey like I think. I think we might have something going on here. And she's like, do you think it's COVID? And I was like, maybe. So I ended up driving all the way to her work because she works at a a senior living place. Mm-hmm. And she had some tests there. Oh, she tested And uh, she tested me. Like, she literally got out of her work, came into my car, shut the door, and did, like, one of those rapid tests on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, just that moment when she tested it and she broke it off and she goes like, it's one of the one times I've ever heard my mom cuss. She goes, fuck, you're positive. And I was like, Oh no. Cause I just think I was devastated. Like I was in the middle. Really scary as yeah for you. And like your mom as a parent, you know, Mm -hmm. shit. Just, I was I was devastated. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm going to, this is going to, I'm going to take a screeching halt from my, my physical health right now. Like I can't go to work. Um, trust me. I had to call my boss within 10 minutes after that happening. And boy, oh boy, was that a hard conversation to have? Um, cause I, I told him, I was like, Hey boss, I got COVID. And he's like, oh man. It's like, okay. 
So he was like, all right, so you're going to be out for 10 days. You know, you just stay home and rest up and stuff. And when I tell you about – you, have you had a cold before? Uh, Yeah, I've had colds and stuff. I don't know why I said ah. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, I, I think I had – because the meme with COVID is like the symptoms for it are like fucking you have a cough – got COVID mm-hmm. and it's just really broad so I have no idea if I actually had it or not but I have a th- th- I have a theory that I had it but uh, what kind of what, what were you feeling it was let's just say that it's the worst cold you could get like there so like the first stages for me was I was you know you get the chills right you're like you're mm-hmm. super chilly right yeah. I um you know, you have a runny nose, you have a cough, you have a strep throat, all that stuff. And uh, so that happened for like probably f- maybe four to five days. And it was just miserable. I was miserable. Like I could barely sleep. Um, and then on the fifth day, I lost my taste. Hmm. I wasn't able to taste anything anymore. And I was like, oh my God, it was... Cause like I, I eat seasoned salt with my stuff that I have for my diet and I literally took a finger full of seasoned salt and put it on my tongue and I was like, I can't taste this. And I was like, Oh no. So I lost my taste and then and I ended up coming out of it and I was okay. And I was like, Oh, I'm finally healed. And I, uh, I ended up writing like a page and a half thing of, I, it's saved in my Google Drive, uh, where I was like, I'm going to document this because wow. who knows what's going to happen next. I titled it my uh, my COVID isolation story. I can send you a screenshot of it or something if you want to put it on the podcast or something like that. I don't know yeah. if I want to, but just in case. But uh, if, if you do, I'll put it up here. If not, I'll put a funny picture of a stock image right here. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I you know I was, I was like, I'm going to write about this. So I... You know, it was describing, like, what it was like to be inside for 10 days and, you know, like, be stuck inside my room because, you know, I was eating in my room. Like, the yeah. only time I would leave was to go to the bathroom, um, yeah. maybe go to the kitchen. But, like, I would have to, like, you know, be secluded to my room for, like, 10 days. And, like, I'm a very introverted person already, mm-hmm. but when you're inside your room for 10 days, like it's really hard on your, like your mind, dude. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly if I had COVID or not, but I took quarantine pretty seriously and I stayed, I I didn't go outside and I stayed in my house for not two weeks, not, not a month. I stayed inside for four months Jeez. I I could I did not go out. I was I was really scared too because I I don't know. I'm I'm already kind of like a health freak. I I get really nervous about getting sick. And when COVID came out, my parents were also having that fear. And we have, you know, I got my little brother there. Like God forbid if I got him sick, and I quit my job because of that. Or like I I worked at. I worked at Safeway, and I I went back for a couple months because I needed the money during college. But when that hit, 
they weren't taking any precautions, so I just said, fuck it, I'm out. And mm-hmm. uh, after that, I stayed inside for months, and I kind of lost my mind. I was playing games every day, and I, I wasn't talking to anybody. It, it, it sucked, but yeah, I, I don't know if I had COVID or not, but I couldn't imagine how that would feel like when you're dealing with the virus and just like, not knowing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's it, it probably the hardest thing was probably not the having to stay inside my room for 10 days, but it was the fact of like, it sounds, um, sounds so kiddish, but like I couldn't even hug my mom for 10 days. Yeah. Right. Like, I couldn't even like hug and like, you know, I'm a very touchy feely person when it comes to, not like that, guys. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm a very touchy-feely yeah. person when I'm with my with my family, you know. Like, I like to show that I that I love them. Even when I would have a girlfriend and stuff like that, I'm very touchy-feely. So, you know, for, that, for them to, like, back away from me, it was really, really hard. I had a COVID scare at Chiba Hut uh, from a new guy. And he didn't tell anyone that he had COVID like, and he had it during, he was getting tested while he was working. So I had to stay home for two weeks and I stayed in my room for most of the time. And I I live with my girlfriend and stuff and her family's basically my family now. And, uh, I, when that happened, I had to wear a mask inside and everyone was kind of avoiding me. And that was really, that, that sucked a lot. Like, I, I mm-hmm. felt like I was a freak in my own house, kind of. And, uh, yeah, that sucked. I, I, I know how you feel with, like, you know, wanting to hang out with everyone and be, like, you know, show affection to your family and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was, uh... And it was, it was just one of those things where you're kind of, like, it's... You you kind of feel humble about it at the, in the end because you're, like, it's not just happening to me. Like, there's people all around the world that this is happening to and you know the economy is going to shit and you know they have all this i don't i'm not really a politics kind of person and stuff like that but uh it was you know you got everyone's on edge you know everyone's like what's gonna happen next yeah literally during that like you said you had it in january this year that was when Mm -hmm. things were fucking tense as hell yeah yeah, it man. was bad. Fucking hell. Uh, Do you know how to say uh, the? Do you know how to say world in uh, Italian? <laughs> no, you can't do this to me. You can't do this to me. You, <laughs> I, I, I thought about it for a second. Like, what the fuck? Oh, no, He's no, no, like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys think Lost Oasis is my first label? No, 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 no. I, you know, I was, I, I was approached by a very, very peculiar man, uh, by the name of Hayden in uh, sophomore year. <laughs> you want, you want to talk about? I don't remember all the details from that project. So, back in high school, one when Devin was still there with me, um, we had this class. It was a, it was sophomore English, and it was with a teacher. I'm not going to say her full name, but it was Miss S. I think you remember. Um, oh. And we were doing a... I forgot. Yes, I think it was... I think it was... It was Miss... 
you know, whatever, Miss S. But anyways, we had a career assignment, right? Where they were like, okay, every they paired us off into groups with each other, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys had to come up with um, a company, and then you had to interview for a company, and then you had to interview people for your fake company. That was hard, so, dude. Like I, that I, was hard. Fuck, I, <laughs> I thought I was like, dude. I thought I was so slick back then with like, sell me this pen. I took that straight That's from what, Wolf of Wall Street, dude. Dude, everyone <laughs> did that. Everyone took that pen question. They did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was yes. the only one, bro. Every like I when I sat down for my fake interview, they said, "Sell me this pen." Is the first question. I was like, they, those "Are you serious?" And you, <laughs> were you a... just like, "We have that question, you assholes." <laughs> yes. Um, um but... dude, one, I because I remember like I I wanted to interview this certain place, but the teacher switched me to a shoe. Like people were doing shoe stuff. And I had to tell him, like, guys, I, I have no, I, I don't know what fucking, I'm not a sneakerhead. I don't know shit about shoes. <laughs> and I, like, answered one of, like, the uh, illegal questions, and, and the other guy was like, well, there's that. And I'm like, dude, shut up. <laughs> You're not helping my anxiety. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> me, so it was me, Devin, and I, it might have been, I don't remember. Do you remember our... Th- it was probably a group of three or four. I'm thinking so hard right now. I'm trying to think of our other group members, but... <sighs> I do. It was it was me, you... It might have been uh, Niles, maybe? Wait, hold on. It might have uh, been Niles. Was, was Cole in our class? Cole... Cole L. Like, he, I don't think he was. Dude, I don't remember then. <laughs> but uh, I th- it was it was me, Devin, and two other guys, or one other guy. So at the time, Devin Devin was really starting to like. This is get in... the peak of SoundCloud era. This is like the peak of his SoundCloud era. So I was like, okay, and this is like the peak of my like computer graphic arts stuff like that. So we uh, we came up with this with the logo, which I thought was. Honestly, to this day, it's probably my one of my favorite logos ever made. Like it's, it's so cool. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, I'm looking at it so, right now. So, and uh, we uh, we were making the the name for the group. We were like, okay, we searched up worldwide music group. Like we wanted to do like music group, and yeah. there was already a company for that. And I think they said you can't have the same company as some like an actual company already. So we were like, okay, I, and then we I, also I started did... lurk, looking for like uh, different like uh, fucking languages for world. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then, then I saw Mondo, and I I was subscribed to a YouTube channel called like uh, Mondo Media, and they did like the mm-hmm. Dick Figure series and all that, and I was like, dude, what if we did Mondo Music Group? The group, <laughs> and I was like, because it sounded kind of kind of you know stupid and funny right and uh we were like at the time this is the peak of our comedy careers right you know we all thought we were we were comedians like kevin hart funniest assholes Mm -hmm. so we were like bro this is so funny we're gonna get everyone to laugh inside the class when we present it so we uh we did it we made the logo and uh 
it comes to the day where we present our um present and like well let me backtrack a little bit it comes to the day when we do our interviews right Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs) this is kind of a little side story it's kind of funny as um there was a group inside the class uh that named their company click right oh and it was like a like a fashion group right yeah and uh like maybe like fashion lipstick type thing i don't know like some kind of cosmetics and i was driving to school with my mom she was driving me to school and she's like what are y'all dressed up for and i'm like i'm doing an interview with the clit (laughs) 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 and she goes what (laughs) i was like the clit mom the clit it's called the clit it's for a school project and she goes i don't know if it's called the clit (laughs) oh my god i showed her the name because i had it on a paper and she goes click it's named click and i was like oh okay (laughs) it's like man that's is that like a second term for like a first date (laughs) this is my this is my interview with the clit Hopefully, if everything goes down well, I can move forward in the company and hopefully become friends with the vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I don't think I ever told you that, but that was the story. Did you even, like, were you just completely oblivious? Like, dude, it's the clit, dude. No, I was, yeah. I was, like, I was believing in my own bullshit like i literally thought the group's name was clit and fucking just prepping for the like the assignment like dude fuck i hope i do good for this clit group because <laughs> because she would she would announce like the day like the days before she was announcing like who's going to which group to interview for what and whatever and i saw it was up there with that group and i was like I, under my voice and people were right next to me it was on the board and i was like damn it the clit <laughs> i wasn't paying attention to anyone around me and they were probably like what what did you say <laughs> huh oh, fuck. so uh... i got an interview with the clit i sure hope i don't rub them the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so here, you go ahead and talk about the, the presentation for Mondo Music Group. Actually, I can't because I wasn't there. <laughs> I was Wait, absent. were you not there? I was absent during the first half of that. No, you weren't. Are you serious? I, I, yeah, I was not there. <laughs> I was only there oh during the gosh. interview. I, I had something to do. I think I was at a doctor's thing. Believe it or not, I'm looking at my, uh, on my drive on my computer and I have all the Mondo Music Group stuff. It's there. I have the interview sheet. I have the application. I have the presentation. I have the the. Can you see who the the members are? Hold on, I I need to know. The field merchandiser wanted. Oh gosh, I can actually see the. Oh yeah, field merchandiser. That was the fucking uh thing. It's the person Um, who uh sells fucking merch during tours and stuff. Um. Let's see. Oh my gosh! It even says it doesn't say the the. Don't even the have group members. Um, let's see. It doesn't have the group members, but I can see our our old 
um, our old slogan that we came up with and stuff. So, like, we came up with the slogan at the end, and it was uh, Mondo Music Group, the wise choice. (laughs) (laughs) We couldn't have done anything, like, fancy with the name. Like, uh, some with Mondo, just, like, the wise choice. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, I'm going to take a screenshot of the interview sheet so people can see what we're talking about yeah, too. Yeah, I will I will put on screen. Fuck man. Uh, I'm taking some well some good screenshots for you for the podcast right now. Very nice. Very but um nice. you can see oh I'm going to have to cut that out. Uh well you can do that. Yeah, I can do everything in post, but uh okay. The the reason I brought up the like label idea is because I I'd fantasized about being on a label for the longest time. Like, uh, being into as much rap as I am, I was always interested in, you know, Top Dog Entertainment, Kendrick's label, Dreamville, fucking J. Cole's thing, fucking, uh, I think, I don't know if it was Cash Money or whatever Lil Wayne's thing was. And I just, I, I always looked at those groups, and I'm like, damn, one day I want to be signed to one of these things and fucking bring up mondo music was just the start of me like getting to understand the industry a bit more because at that point i knew nothing except i make music i post on soundcloud it get no view i said (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah like that was i don't kind of when we did that project it was kind of like the i would i wouldn't say it was a launching point but it was kind of like the turning small turning point for you you know, like, I could tell turn. like that class was really, oh, wait a minute. I just remembered something. So, okay. Uh, before I get into that though, I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate a little more. Yeah. That was a small turning point for me. Cause I'd learn a bit more about the industry, uh, field merchandisers and shit. And that got me like starting game to get into like, you know, the deeper insides of the industry, like knowing actually what the fuck I'm getting into, how I get paid, how I get on certain services, blah, blah, blah. And then in 2020, I get hit up by Justin, 602 Profit. We were talking about how our music's going. And he said he's starting up a independent label. And I asked what it was called. He said Lost Oasis. It included uh, Fronto 1600 and uh, a little slumped. The roster would expand from there. And he didn't know if I was doing my own label thing. And uh, I, I he asked if I wanted to be on. And I said yes. And mm. fast forward from fucking sophomore year to 20... Like, what year was that? Like, 2016? 2015? Like, that project or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, like, 20... I never, like, I always fantasize about being on a label, but I never knew I'd actually be on one. A, a label that doesn't know how to use the fucking internet, <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, a label. Yes. And last thing about that class, that's where it came up where, with Dystopia. Uh, mm. It all started with that one book called Anthem by Anne Rand. I 
Were we I reading that, that book. book in class? We did. It was in that class. We read Anthem. It was a dystopian novel. Uh, apparently, that's like the dystopian novel everyone reads, and it's kind of memed on. But at the time, I was geeking out over it because I love like kind of the atmosphere, and that's kind of how I felt, like learning about my autism and stuff. Like, you know, like uh, kind of how the people felt in the book. Like everything's normal, but it's not. It's mm. not. Uh, so yeah, that's where I came up with the name, Dystopia. For uh, and I also just like cool names for albums. Like I kind of hold the same kind of uh thing. Like as Tyler the Creator, all his albums are just words that he thinks are cool. Like fucking Cherry Bomb, Wolf. Like, yeah, sounded cool. I'll fucking go with it. <laughs> yeah, fucking a lot of... That class was a big turning point for me, actually. Because I... Because they had that poetry course as well. That Yes. That had me... I, I remember you. I remember you doing the Dude, poetry in front so of people. I was so fucking hyped. <laughs> Everyone was... If you guys don't know this, Devin... So, like we said like a million times throughout this podcast... Is that Devin? This is when Devin was really starting to like hone his craft when it came to lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. So just think about this guy. He's he's becoming a lyrical genius. There's a little plug, amateur genius. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, so he's becoming like a lyrical genius, and then the the teacher goes, "Hey, we're gonna have a poetry assignment where you can rap, or you can do like a regular poetry thing or whatever." And as soon as she said that, I looked over at Devin, and he gave me a smile, and I was like, oh, no. So <laughs> we, she was like, okay, the assignment's due in, like, a month or whatever it was. And and um, we were all presenting from our seats or whatever. I think, actually, it was you went up to the front of the class. It was, like, an actual there presentation. Was, actually, there was two assignments or, like, two poems, one that we presented ourselves and one that someone else presented. For mine, I uh, – yes. I remember I did mine in the uh, point of view of a father who is like, uh, who's like making breakfast for his children, only to like remember that they're not there anymore. Like, mm. literally, the fucking the accident wasn't your fault. You need to let go, meme. Uh, but uh, and then they um... read that, and like at the time, everyone was just like, "Holy shit, dude." <laughs> that's deep <laughs> and then and then here comes Devin out of left field with his other one his rap where he presented himself and when I tell you just keep in mind that me and Devin and like all of our friends were kind of like that silent group of kids that didn't really fit, a, fit in with the popular crowd right so as soon as Devin pops up and he starts rapping or whatever it was and I tell you, I shit you not, all those popular kids within the class turned around to look at this guy they probably never paid attention to and were just in awe of what they were hearing. And they were like, what? Huh? And they started to vibe with you. And they were like, oh my gosh, this guy can rap. <laughs> One of those, you know, the story, that's uh, that poem. Hmm. That's that that's a remix of a song from 
uh, Logic uh, in his second or third mixtape called Dear God. And mm. I took that and I flipped it to be about um, the abusive relationship between me and uh, I don't want to say stepdad because they weren't married, but uh, my mom and uh, her boyfriend or yeah, just mm. the boyfriend. Uh, yeah, I talked about that. And uh, that's that was my favorite song at the time. And I remember this one. I didn't pay attention like most of the people in there, but just this one guy who was really popular, and he was the guy that uh, he was the guy that I fucking had a interview for for that sh- uh, project. But he was he was vibing hard, and I was like, I right, I'm still kind of shitting my pants on the inside, but thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like I don't, you probably didn't even see it, but I noticed like everyone was like in awe, like of what they were hearing, and they were like, "This kid never talks," and all of a sudden, like here he is, like spitting bars. <laughs> yeah, so, and I guess that's when everyone so, kind of learned more mm-hmm. from uh, Devin J from then on. Yes, and then then I went on to instigate a beef between. Uh, yeah, two people. But <laughs> yes, I remember. I remember. I didn't want to get into it. I was gonna bring it up earlier, but I was like, uh, "It's not something we should bring up." I brought it up in the first episode, so we don't need really elaborate. But I instigated that beef partly because of things he told me, and I won't get into that mm-hmm. uh, for reasons, personal reasons and stuff. But you were a factor in me deciding to like tell profit. Like, hey, I got a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked! I was... Yeah. I, I did that solely for the reason to get views, and it fucking worked. It was, uh... I'm, let's just let's just say that Devin went after somebody that me and him really didn't have a good relationship Let's just say that. It's fuck that dude to this day, man. Fuck. I if I text Justin right now about him, he'll be like, "Fuck that dude." Mm. He's cool with the other guy though. Uh, the other guy that he dissed. Uh, I'm just saying it. Yeah, say his name, Baymac. Apparently, he went to a show, and he's uh he's pretty cool now. So yeah, if he's mm, cool I've... with him, I I don't I don't have any problems. But other guy, man. <laughs> yeah. I don't, um, I don't want to get in trouble because he did some stuff. So I just. Uh... But yeah, like I, I remember being in high school with with Baymac, and nowadays, like I've I have friends that go to his concerts and stuff, and he seems like a really really cool guy. Seems like it's really really good music. Yeah, I judged a lot back then because, uh, I didn't, I was really not into like the trap shit back then. I was like, I I was on a cringy crusade against trap, but I I've I've grown up in my musical tastes, and I I honestly enjoy his music now. So, yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Anything else you want to bring up? Any uh any topics you got brewing about um, my fucking past? Anything you want to embarrass me about? embarrass you about yeah because you know a lot about me man uh i do you know a lot I about do. my past too and i do i do as i um, said it's frightening mm-hmm. 
it's uh something that i hold close and dear to my heart that i've known you for this long and i know so much about you and i know that you're you're a bit more of a closed off person so yeah mm-hmm. so other than we've been going for another hour uh, and I'm ready to eat my donuts that I got from Bosa. There we go. Among Us door. Um, <laughs> is that an Arizona thing? Yeah, it is. I've said the state I live in, so it doesn't. It don't matter. Yeah. But, uh, we live in Arizona, <laughs> the Grand Canyon state. Not telling you we're in the Grand Canyon state, but we uh, it's there. But it's hot as hell, dude. I was. I, I, my Chiba Hut works right next to a donut place. They just closed down today. Like, for good. Like, I'm sad about that, man. Oh, man. I, I got, I got my energy drinks from there. They had Red Bulls and shit. And, they, <laughs> and then I can't go there anymore. Energy drinks, man. I'm not a donut oh guy, gosh. but fuck. Energy was, drinks. <laughs> yeah, they did Red Bull and, like, flavored shit and, like, Dude, I work early shifts, man, and I need that shit to, like, function. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. a morning person at all. You ever, uh, you ever tried Bang? Dude, that shit. So, real quick before we end off here, uh, so at work, uh, we had, like, someone bring in, like, a whole bucket of Bang energy drinks because they'd, uh, I think they'd gotten, like, a deal from someone. Like, we do a lot of trades here at Chiba Hut for, like, food and whatever. So I think we gave, like, a couple sandwiches to, like, these guys, and they sold, they gave us bangs in exchange. Me and my shift lead had one, and we were fucked up the entire day, dude. I was shaking so bad because, of like, it's the fucking creatine they put in it, dude. Mm-hmm. That, it is, yeah. That shit is, like keto friendly drinks go fuck off with that dude i <laughs> that shit is not keto friendly you're gonna have a heart attack just from drinking that if you're not careful if you're not careful yeah man you gotta like it's one of those things where like i barely drink energy drinks but like when i do like i make sure that i don't have anything going on throughout the rest of the day that i cut out right there yeah uh I'll just i make sure that i don't have anything going on throughout the rest of the day so that I'm always at home. So just in case anything happens, I'm at home. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bit of an energy drink guy. I, You know what G Fuel is, right? Uh, I've heard of it. They they started selling cans. And uh, they sell them at uh, ga- these certain gas stations. And I picked one up today. Uh, it has 300 milligrams of caffeine. And that's a lot. Mm-hmm. That is with, a lot. The thing with G Fuel is, uh, it has no sugar in it, and with the other things it has in it, you don't crash. So mm. with the tubs though, like the powders, it's half of the caffeine as the cans, so like 150. So I'm fine with like the tubs and stuff. Like it's a gradual decrease, and you just it's it's pretty nice actually. You don't get a certain wave of just oh, I'm tired and I want to just collapse. But with the cans, if you take it too late in the day, you just kind of just stay awake during the night, and you can't do anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) 
but uh and that's yeah man. it's what i did today and i i'm wide awake and i'm not sure how long this is gonna last <laughs> well shit man that's a lot yeah dude we were on for an hour holy crap another then, hour after what yeah we uh we cut at 30 minutes for the first take of our uh after the audio issues but so we've been going out for uh hour 30 pretty much yeah well uh hayden anything you want to plug here's your chance to do it uh anything you want to say promote you know just you know final final words i got a couple things to say um follow my instagram it should be up on the screen yeah under my picture and uh just for a little throwback, I don't know if Devin you you remember this, but uh, just a little throwback to my YouTube days. I will see you guys later. <laughs> oh shit! That's a throwback and a half, dog. Man, YouTube be like. Anyways, ah. Uh... Welcome to Mondo Music Group. I don't know how to fucking end this. Are you doing your end card now? I'm, I'm trying to do my end card, but I don't know where to put the end card at. Uh, fuck Honestly? It. I, I just do, uh, do I do what everyone else does? Like, thank you guys for watching. I, I ended the last one asking no, I've, Jack what is... F- fuck. Actually, I've said I remember. Name. Like, what, what his favorite Christian rock band was. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck, uh... Or I Because I know end, you do like the, the. What was that? Because I know you you go like thanks for listening and then you like do a little thing and then like at the end you ask them about the Christian rock band. I. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then for Andy's I did the spliced thing that he gave me at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> you know I, I guess for this, you know, I guess I'll just edit in something, you know. I'll, I'll give you a hint about it, and I'll end it here. See you later, guys. Oh, no. What's up, guys? It is the next day, and um, I wish you guys very happy holidays. If you like the video, please like and subscribe. I will see you guys later.